In the very last moments of last summer, and I mean this quite literally since I was leaving for an internship across the Pacific Ocean that night, my friends and I decided to take a couple of canoes and paddleboards out into Bear River in Utah's Uinta Mountains. My best friend Ellie and our friend Sam went out on the paddleboard, which left me and our friend Christopher to take the old canoe. We carry the boats down to the river, Sam and Ellie make their way onto the paddleboard and shove off, at which point Ellie realizes she left her phone on the bank and asks us to bring it to her. I grab the phone, wedge it between my legs, and climb into the canoe. Immediately, I can tell this isn't the sturdiest of water vehicles. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Christopher steps into the boat, pushes off the bank, a few violent wobbles, and at the speed of light... I'm suddenly upside down in the freezing water. Ellie's phone is who knows where in the mud. I come up, the wind knocked out of me, and realize I shouldn't move because Ellie's phone is somewhere below. It's supposed to be waterproof, I think. We spent a good hour in the freezing water searching for her phone, but it was gone. For all I know, it's still there, now swollen and waterlogged and totally useless. Ellie, understandably, was distraught. But not as much about the phone as the memories, the photos that remained unsynced with her computer, the playlist she'd made while we sat around the fireplace at the cabin the night before that was now chilling at the bottom of the river. And in the intervening months, I got to thinking. Here I am, about to graduate university, which, by the way, I'm already nostalgic about. I haven't graduated yet, and I'm already looking back fondly on being a certified dingbat while completing my higher education. And as I got nostalgic for three weeks ago while looking at a picture I took on my phone of my soup pot filled with apples, thyme, and butternut squash, I wondered, is this unique? I'm one of the very youngest millennials, about to step into a world full of adulthood, but I'm not old. Old people are the nostalgic ones. You know, when I was your age, we hiked to school up hills both ways in the snow, sharing one shoe between the seven of us. But it's undeniable. I'm deeply nostalgic all the time. Call it angst if you like, but it's there and it's pronounced. And flipping through all my nostalgia fodder on my phone, tripping memories left and right with the subfolders within subfolders in my Google Drive, I had the bright idea that maybe my relationship with technology changes the way I remember and feel nostalgic about my life, or even about what's to come. So naturally, I Googled it. With a few steps in between, my Googling of technology, memory, nostalgia has led me here, talking to you. I'm Sage, and this podcast, which I've decided to call Hashtag Mems, is my senior capstone. I've talked to experts about all kinds of things, including our favorite television shows, digital photography, primitive wayfinding techniques, future-facing nostalgia, and how we see the world differently because of how we use technology. Here are some previews. Television went from Welcome being a novelty that only podcast. a few rich people could afford, or you'd find in um, bars and pubs and taverns, to something that that most kind of middle class families were, were were going out to get. So it was kind of sold as being this kind of glue that would would sort of bind the nation and um, back together. I, I think it probably the primitive navigation stuff really kind of did push me to try to spend more and more time away from technology um, because I do find it healthy in a lot of ways. Um, you know, not that I 
and proselytizing to get people to, you know, put down their cell phones. It's so easily available to us now to just crop things out or change the color or even just the silly things that we do. You put little dog ears on or, you know, change change the appearance of things. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to falsely remember, oh, I think I had dog ears in real life, you know, but, but you're altering what that what that interpretation of reality is, and it's very easy to do. The idea of forgetting is forgotten. <laughs> Sometimes we think we can keep everything alive and we can maintain the memories of everything, which is of course not true. So sometimes um, there's of course um, processes of forgetting quite important social movements, for instance, or minorities. So this is one thing. The relation to nostalgia uh, is complicated and simple. Their way it is simple is that nostalgia is part of memory most of the time because as we can remember things of the past and also transpose some imaginaries for the future, nostalgia is a feeling coming out of it. And there's difference with memory. Memory itself is not a feeling. Welcome to the MEMS podcast. <laughs> 